Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. Yeah, small man in the box again, live via house party, as we couldn't get his line-up in this uh, small little studio we're using to record the intro to the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon show. We've got plenty for you today, quite a, a packed show, and some good guests, including Shane Carling, the birthday boy. He's the manager of Loch Ness FC, and he told us about... Uh, the incredible success of their shirts. He was good value, wasn't he, Andy? He's got it at work, because I went and bought one on the back of it. Yeah, so excellent. It, it, certainly worked for, it certainly worked on me. Uh, Dougie, not Doogie Payne from Travis, he was on good form. He was. You'll you hear that whole story. Uh, we spoke to uh, Kel Spellman, didn't we? Uh, Manchester City fan and actor. Yeah. And you, you unearthed an old top five that he took us through, which was fun. Yes, that was good. We had some old clips. We Striker. Did. Oh, I'm getting quite a lot of correspondence about Striker from people, really? so they're really enjoying it. Good. They don't want it to end, but it's, it is coming to an end soon. It is. Uh, Matt Ford was on, on good form as well. Yep, yeah, he certainly was a comedian and Forest fan. So here it all is. <laughs> good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And uh, start with the news that Kim Jong-un is started to show uh, Premier League games on North Korean television. I don't know if you saw this, Paul. Wow. Of course, his favourite team, Norwich, are on course for an open-top bus ride around Phnom Penh after winning the league. Yes. That puts it upside down. It looks good. Yeah, good stuff. They won it on 21 points. Is that true? And, They're showing uh, <laughs> Premier League games in North Korea? Yeah. An hour's highlights, even though there's a ban on foreign mm. films. So, yeah. No, what that about? is true. I wouldn't make that one. No. I couldn't make that up, could I, really? And uh, I'd be mad if I did, really. And, uh, yes, uh, more, 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 Pep, this was incredible. He's been sort of come out firing, which is fair enough. They, they think they've been vindicated. But he did what we call a double Lennox. A, this is where you talk about yourself in the third party. Yeah. It is a very strange thing to do. Andy Jacobs thinks this is one of the strangest things people ever do. Yeah. does do. <laughs> and it says here, what does he say? He says, this club is incredibly solid with Pep. And without Pep. So why does he say me and without me? Maybe so he's much using, better, isn't he it? He could be using it in the context of the club having a bit of Pep. Or was it with a... Was, you know what I mean? Like, as in Pepped up. Not everything is about him. It could be It could be that. It was as close as Pep will ever get to bring your mates and bring your dinner, wasn't it? It was sitting-esque in its own way. It was, you know, come on then, you lot... And half time at, at Lake Orient, it was it was close we were ever going to get from someone as urbane as Pep, really. But it's it's yeah, spice really. it spice things up, isn't it? You know, he's called out the clubs yeah. that, that signed that letter. Chris Wilder's his uh, new best mate because Chris, uh, obviously Sheffield United, didn't sign it. I mean, he's turning on the managers, but I mean, it's the sort of decision <laughs> that probably would have been made a bit further upstairs than that. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. We're going to oh, have absolutely. a chat with the City fan actor Kel Spellman re- uh, rejoins us a little bit later on, so we'll chat to him about. That. Chris Wilder wants players, or is trying to get players off Twitter, off social media. He thinks it's really bad for them. Of course, he's 100% right. But it was interesting that he said uh, that it's, he understands it because it's to do with their brand. And you think, why do footballers need a brand? They get paid a fortune. What more do they need to build up? They are, they are a brand just by being a Premier League footballer. I don't, I don't get why any Premier League player needs to be on Twitter. I don't, yeah. I don't see what I can't see what they get out of it really it's also Twitter's birthday today did you know that it was, it's been going since 2006 really well, I won't be I won't be having a party to be honest <laughs> okay no cake emoji for you um, in, in your game last night Olivier Giroud did a, quite an odd goal celebration where he appeared to be writing something down 
But when they asked him what it was afterwards, he said, I play Scrabble with N'Golo Conte. That's it. But I thought someone somewhere in TV production has written down in a margin in pencil, Scrabble with N'Golo Conte, uh, question mark. Don't you think? Don't you think they've done that? You know? And I'd watch it. I'd watch, I'd watch that show, you know. Hello. It'd be fantastic. He's a wonderful player, I don't know if he player, speaks like that. Just having... Just me and Golo Kante. My guest tonight for Scrabble is James Tarkovsky. And then other weeks he'd have with me this evening, well, Jay Aston from Bucks Fizz. That's always Russian all of a sudden. But you'd watch it because it'd be Scrabble. I and would. It'd be Scrabble and a chat, wouldn't it? And then so uh, and Golo's saying, so tell me, Jay, what was it like to win the Eurovision Song Contest? And, and he goes, and she, he goes, oh, very good. Form a dub. Double word score. Uh, it'd be, but it'd be, it'd be a chat. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I'm going to try. I and get, like it I'm going to try and get. I mean, he doesn't need the money. He may say no. <laughs> yes, yep. he doesn't strike me as one of life's natural presenters. I don't know why. <laughs> no, it just you could be wrong. Seem, it, it, he may have. He could be. He may have oh, hidden. It death. wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, I hear. I'm quite aware that, that one of the one of the three <laughs> pronunciations I did of his surname there was uh, yeah was wasn't yeah, great wasn't great. <laughs> but so apologies. I got a bit lost in the moment there. <laughs> I know. I Not that I'm suggesting it. Not that I'm suggesting at all. Yeah. I mean, it's not the first time it's happened, I'm sure. I thought the producer might have done that one. I was a bit shocked myself. But anyway, that's the way it goes. Uh, talking about being a good watch, what yeah. wasn't a good watch was that particular game, especially for me. I mean, it was 90 minutes on tenterhooks. Really f yeah. a horrible feeling. They, the game went like this. They went 20 minutes where they couldn't even pass to each other. Then they started to sort of play a bit. Then there was another 25 minutes where they missed loads of chances, uh, three at least for Giroud and Pulisic and hit the bar and in the side net. Then they scored. Okay, you think, oh, right. Thank goodness. I mean, blimey, they need this. They'll come out now and they'll get a goal. After 70 minutes, they still haven't killed the game. The last 20 minutes, you're just thinking, I was waiting for Norwich to score. I mean, they didn't lay a glove on Chelsea, to be fair. But no. even so, I mean, and I, I'm a big fan of Loftus-Cheek, but I thought it was a strange selection, that, because he's just not quite right yet. It's not surprising he's been out for a year, but he's lacking. It's not, you can tell it's not ability or physical. Yeah. I think it's mental because he just gets the ball and he just passes it five yards and he makes a little run into space where he's never going to get it back. And he did that oh, 20, 25 times in the game. Then as soon as they held the board up for him to go off, he plays a lovely crossfield ball, really ambitious ball that went right and found his man. And you think, all right, we know what you can yeah. do. This is in your head. So I think if you're going to pick him, then you've got to get into his head and say, look, try stuff. Uh, all of Chelsea were very tentative. They kept, you know, kept passing it back passing it back a bit like a sorry team last night I, did, I didn't enjoy it but there you go uh, Nando's oh, uh, yeah. they got the three points and Nando's have signed Jaden Sancho have which they? is a, a good signing yeah Wow. Uh, he's going to be an ambassador for them. We're shooting a TV advert for the chicken chain in East London this week, we were told. Um, along with another one of their people is Little Mix star Perry Edwards. But surely, surely Perry Groves would be much better. I think. <laughs> this is football. He's a football Perry. Yeah. But uh, there you go. He it's likes a Nando's Perry, Perry really. I'm sure. I mean, he, I'm sure he, <laughs> well, I'm sure he, he, he would have been up for that. Um, anyway. He used to call him Perry Perry Groves. <laughs> of course. Uh, maybe that's why they, they went with someone uh, called uh, Perry. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. If you're on social media, you may have seen some pictures of Loch Ness FC's uh, kits because uh, they have gone viral and uh, the kits have been selling around the world. There's a third kit uh, on the way, which I've got to be honest, as Bruce say, is my favourite. Um, the new one's coming along oh, soon. Oh, really? I haven't as, seen that one. Yeah, very, very nice. It's kind of, yeah, anyway, we'll find out more now. The manager of Loch Ness FC, uh, Shane Carling, joins us. Good afternoon, Shane. Uh, good afternoon, how are you? Yeah, we're good, thank you. It, 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 it does make you wonder why the club had never put Nessie on the kit before, because obviously that's what's caused the stir, that the that Nessie is on the kit. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a sign we've never really thought about, it, to be honest. Uh, when we designed the barge, we obviously put a lot of this monster on top of the barge, but mm. that's, that's been as far as we've ever, we've ever gone with it. So... I gather that uh, the, the sales are up by about 200%. And it, it's a sort of new market, this, isn't it? Because people are buying football shirts, not necessarily for the clubs that they support, but just because they like the look of the shirt. So have you been surprised by that? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, when we first put this app over a week ago, you know, we were expecting maybe hopefully get 10 sales in a week or, you know, even get one if we were lucky. But the way it's turned around, it's just it's been remarkable, especially for especially for the club. Uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's amazing. It's, can, it really is amazing what's you, happened. Can you keep up with demand, Shane? I would imagine you've been slightly caught out, haven't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've... We're trying to tell uh, customers that we might have to wait a wee bit longer for them to receive their tops. Yeah. I mean, because you've had orders from Holland, Germany, Australia, Canada, just everywhere, haven't you? All around the world, people want the kit. All around the world. It's, uh, like I said, it's been amazing, you know. I'm, I'm just can't, we can't get our heads around how, how it's gone so far as well, you know. We thought maybe just around Britain, but the fact that it's gone the whole world, it's just, it's just incredible. Whoever designed this kit has got a bit of talent because when you look at some of the designs for the big companies, you know, they're quite horrible. This is actually really nice. Not just the, the design of the of the Loch Ness Monster, but the colours, the gold band, the gold trim, the white thing. It's it's a really nice shirt, this. Yeah. No, the, well, the black, the black top, uh, that, that came from two companies, a company called Historical Football Kits, and moving forward, so... They basically got in touch with us about designing it and asking if we can, you know, they could we could join teams to design the black strip. So the credit goes to them for that. Uh, our white top and our blue top—that's uh, one of our players. Wow. He's got his own wee little business on the side called Marty Designs. He he's the one that designs that designed that two tops, and he's done what he's done is he's done an amazing job on both of them. To be fair to him, you know. Isn't one of your other players uh, looking after the website as well? It's a bit local hero, isn't it? Everybody's doing. Everybody's coming into a different, yeah, yeah. coming into a different door got, with a different job. Yeah, definitely. We've got uh, we've got Phil McDonald. He's doing. He's basically doing all our PR stuff. He's another player. Uh, it's just a shame he's not not as good as on the part that he is on the computer. To be honest, you know, but <laughs> he's, doing, he's doing a great job, you know, for us. So. What about the, the actual team? Tell us a bit about the club and the team and how long they've been going and what sort of success or failures you've had. <laughs> well, me and a friend, well, my best friend, when we were the same team, decided we'll put a team into the Amateur Football League. So, yeah, we started 21 years ago. Uh, we, when we first started, we were a club called AV Athletic. Uh, we, that's what we were called for the first season. Our second season, we became Lot Ness. And uh, we've been Loch Ness ever since. Uh, this, well, this year, well, last year, sorry, you know, we applied to get into North College to take the step up. So, yeah, it's just, it's a, we've been going for a long time and I've been doing this for a long time, you know, so it's, it was a, it was a dream of mine always to step up a level to go to juniors or go to North College. And we just decided, you know, the time was right, let's do it. And luckily enough, we got accepted into North College, so. Do you, get, do you get many tourists coming to see the games at all, Shane, when they're up there, you know, doing the, the sort of Nessie trail? Do they come and watch you play now and again? To be honest with you, I've not got a clue. Really? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. We've, we've, really? we've got a lot of people asking us where we play on Facebook and saying they would like to come and watch, but we've never, we've actually never been approached by anyone to say, we're here to watch you, you know? Oh. That's never happened to us, but... The way it's gone now, we've we've had a lot of a lot of people saying that they want to come up. You know, people from down in England, you know, all around the world saying that they're definitely going to come up to Inverness and go do the Loch Ness tour and definitely come and watch one of our games of football. Which yeah, is, which brilliant! Is huge, it's, great. it's fantastic. Now there's a there's a Loch Ness gift shop which presumably is part of the trail. I, I would imagine it'd be good to do a tie up with them if they had some of your shirts. I'm sure I think I would if I was doing the Loch Ness tourist thing and I saw that. I, I'd be quite tempted. Yeah, we're we're actually we're in talks mm. with a couple of hotels mm. to see if we can get our own wee little sort of shop in it, a wee really? corner because we because mm. we've got the three strips. We've also got our own label uh, called LNSC, which we're selling our own. You know, tracksuits, t-shirts, jumpers. You know, so we've got our own wee shop. So we're we're trying to expand it. You know, because it's all it's all good for the club to help run the club financially. You see, so yeah, we're in talks with some hotels and gift shops. So hopefully that can that can kick off.
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure like everybody else, uh, Shane, you've been affected by what's gone on with with the virus, and so you were probably facing this season with a bit of trepidation. But this could make this could make a huge difference, couldn't it? Yes, definitely. You know, it was only two weeks ago where we're sitting there talking about. You know, I, I'm thinking, how how am I going to manage to pay for this? You know, we we've, we had four or five sponsors pull out because obviously because of the virus. So, you know, two weeks ago, I'm panicking. Yeah. I'm really panicking, thinking, you know, I'm going to have to try and do this by myself, you know, try and get these small sponsors come in. You know, it was just, yeah, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a nice feeling two weeks ago compared to what, how I'm feeling now, put it that way. Yeah. And so might you go down the route Brilliant. of the pro clubs and sort of refresh the shirt every 12 months? Is that, is that being considered? Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's what we would like to do, mm. uh, especially if, you know... If there is fans out there that, you know, especially people like to collect these shirts, you know, if this is something, you know, we can get going every year and people keep buying it, you know, it's going to be great. It's going to be great for the club, you know, so that is the intention of doing that. And there was a sighting last month, wasn't there? I saw some pictures in the Daily Record. There was a, another oh, really? sighting. Well, somebody got pictures of what he said was a big fish on camera. So, look, the, as long as the myth continues... I mean, ideally, we could. Um, you, you, it's, someone's got a de- definitive proof, and that would be very good for business. But uh, we'll leave that one with you. See if it can come <laughs> up with. <laughs> well, good, well, good stuff, Shane. As I said, I love the third kit. I'm going to go and check that out and to, to yeah. get your pre-order. It's all people can order from the website. You say it might take a little bit longer, but if they're patient, yeah. they'll get their shirts. But I think yeah. they'll cut you some slack because they'll understand that. Um, well, you, you've been hopefully. caught. You've been caught out a little bit by the demand. So uh, yeah, no, we have. You know, it's, it's, it's like I said. You know, it's. Just, we were shocked about how many it's been sold. So, yeah, if everyone can keep patient, you know, it will, it will turn up. You know? so. Good stuff. All the best, Shane. Have a good well season. Done. Thanks Perfect. for joining us. Thank you very much. Take Cheers, care. Bye-bye. There we are, Shane Carling there. <laughs> that Manager. was the wrong those, wasn't it? See you. Bye. <laughs> Manager of uh, Loch Ness <laughs> FC. Uh, you've, I've been up there. It's you've perfect. Been, you, you've been up there as well, and you've been up that, that part. I have, yeah, oh, very long, very long time ago. Beautiful. It's a perfect club for Eric Hall, really. Monster, monster, isn't it? Yeah, Absolutely. They perfect. should have got Eric on board, sort of, yeah. But no, the third kit is a sort of fa- very nice face blue with a contrast collar. Looking yeah, very, I'm, very I can't nice. decide between the black or the white. I quite, I'm definitely going to get one of these. I like it. You're going to go for the it. The white is more obvious with the the monster. The black is more subtle with the monster, isn't it? Yeah. So, I, think, yeah I think people will go up and start watching them play. If they're doing trips up there, you'll probably find the extra notoriety. You'll have sort of... Suddenly, there'll be about 150 sort of Chinese tourists... Uh, descending on the ground. It'll be, fan- it'll be fantastic for them. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Good afternoon, Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. That is A Ghost by Travis from their new album, Ten Songs. That's their, uh, yeah, ninth studio album. And uh, let me tell you a little bit of a story. We've been saying we have, have, as our next guest, Doogie Payne. Because uh, as I often am this time of day at the office, I'm flanked at the latrines by Eddie Temple Morris uh, from Virgin Radio. And uh, so I'm standing next to Eddie and we talk a bit of me and I said... uh, I said, we got uh, Dougie Payne on today from Travis. He said, oh, he said he's a doogie. I said, oh, okay, fair enough. I'll, re- I'll remember that. And he said, give him my love. Yeah. I haven't seen him for years. But it seems he hasn't seen him so long, he's not realised he is actually a Dougie. Uh, good <laughs> ar- let's get this cleared up. Good afternoon, Dougie. Good afternoon, chaps. How are you doing? Maybe Eddie knew it's you as good. a doogie all that. Maybe you called yourself doogie in the MTV days and you've, you've come round. So I don't know. Can you clear this up? I can clear this up. I am a doggy. All right, okay. My best pal Gaz calls me Doogie in a kind of slightly amusing way. And, <laughs> uh, but apart from that, I am a doggy or a dog or a dog. Right. But Doogie, <laughs> and it's just because, you know what it is? It's just because Doogie just sounds weird in an English accent. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Well, yeah, I remember <laughs> once talking, talking to what, what I thought was Doogie Friedman from, of Palace fame, of course, yeah. uh-huh. and he said, it's Dougie. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to be ever so careful. People can be touchy. I could understand. Don't, don't shatter my uh, illusions about Doogie Donnelly, though. He is. Oh, a he's, doogie, he's not. A, he's a Doogie. He's not a Dougie. Yeah, that's right. He is, he is definitely a Doogie. Well, welcome to uh, the new daytime quiz, Doogie or Dougie. Uh, 
Yeah. Well, irrespective of that, Eddie does send his love to you and the boys oh, anyway. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you've been sitting on this album for a while, haven't you? Really you wrote the the songs ready, but then of course, like a lot of other things, the virus got in the way. Well, with typical Travis timing, we finished the record about a week before lockdown started. <laughs> so that was that was kind of like, oh, very very good for us. But um, but yeah, we've uh, so we're kind of slowly but surely getting kind of things out there, like a ghost out, and uh, and we've been making our lockdown videos remotely, which has been quite challenging in places. But um, but it's been it's been okay, you know. We've been kind of just getting on with it. And we're just waiting to see what happens with, uh, you know, playing live and doing shows because yeah. that's what it's all about. Mm. Of course. Yeah, I mean, how easy is it to market an album without gigs? I mean, I suppose doing stuff like appearances like this help. Yeah, it's just, I mean, the thing is, it's, it's more just about a concern about how things are going to go with the, with the live thing. You know, I heard about people maybe doing drive-in shows where yeah. people are not honking their horns instead of applauding so I don't know you, you just you just kind of wonder what, what it's going to be like but um, you know we'll just take, the, take the, the government advice and just open up whenever it can but hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later because uh, there's a lot of uh, venues and a lot of people's livelihoods at risk you know yeah, it's going to be a difficult one to work out whether you get larger venues and have smaller crowds in larger venues, but of course, it was yeah. whether the, the venues themselves will be understanding enough and not charge you the full rate for the big room. You know, it's going to, it's quite difficult, isn't it, to know how to come back because if you're playing exactly. a, a normal size, if you're playing a regular venue with a third of the people in there, that's, you're not going to have the same buzz, I wouldn't think. Well, exactly, and it'll be the same with football, you know, it'll be the same with kind yeah. of getting the, getting the crowds back into stadiums, how that's going to be, you know, is that how they're going to, are they going to stagger it and see how they go? It's just nobody really knows, so it's all a bit up in the air at the moment. Yeah. The, uh, you, drive, on. Sorry, uh, yeah, driving, my son, I was going to say my son went to a driving uh, cinema thing last night, and it was rammed. People really are embracing it. It would be a bit odd, though, doing a gig to a lot of cars but I suppose like anything else you'd, you'd get used to it wouldn't you really yeah well, well exactly exactly I think, yeah, I think you, you kind of get used to, to anything and people are pretty adaptable but driving movies is one thing but when you're kind of on stage facing a, a bunch of windscreens that yeah. would be quite, quite odd you might start getting glare off the windscreen that was yeah, yeah you could have, exactly. that Phil Linnett scratch plate which is like a laser just in yeah. people, people's <laughs> eyes in their car, yeah, cracking that, that people. Base, right? Yeah, like, that's right. right. Yeah. Like, you know, and the lights, the lights <laughs> in the car would be certainly be more powerful than our light show, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, you've got some exalted names on the album, including Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles. And they, I, yeah. I read a chance exchange on Twitter was how she got involved. So tell us more about that. Well, Fran is on Twitter quite a lot, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I think he kind of he said that he just he'd written this song. And he could, he said, I could hear it as a duet, and the voice that I heard was Susanna Hoffs. Oh. That was, that was, that was what I heard in my head, and uh, and so he kind of just basically reached out, got in touch, on the off chance because you know Franny is, let's face it, king of the blag. He will, <laughs> <laughs> he will try anything, and uh, and uh, he uh, and he and she got back to him and said, yeah, look, okay, let's let's give it a try, and uh, and it turned turned out. Great, you know she she kind of sang on it and she's going to be doing the socially distanced video and stuff. So it's uh, wow. you know it's uh, it's all quite quite exciting. Fantastic, that's good. Yeah. Uh, turning to uh, football, you you are a Rangers fan and uh, you must be pleased with you must be pleased with the way it's gone because after being so far behind Celtic, there are signs now, aren't they, that Rangers are catching up under Steve Gerrard. Well, I think it's just been such a you know before. Uh, Stevie G arrived who I kind of must admit to have a, having a slight crush on I think um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, the, the, you know the club had been through some a pretty rough decade you know and I think um, now it feels so positive uh, around the club and you know the, re- the rebuilding of Edison Drive and the, the new shop and museum that they're thinking of, they're going to be planning to do the, the squad seems really strong Stevie seems to have um, really galvanised them. I mean, it was a bit of a worry that how the form dropped off a cliff after Christmas, mm. after the kind of their winter break. But I feel like it's feeling positive again, and for the first time in a long time. And I hoping for some silverware. <laughs> you know, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll see. But it's definitely the, the gap seems to be closing, and um, we'll just keep our fingers crossed. But um, it definitely feels 
very positive for the for the fans at the moment. Keeping hold of Morelos would be good, but it's going to be tough, isn't it? So Lazio, Napoli, Newcastle, if they get the, the new owners' money, and there's a lot of people sniffing round. Yeah, Alfie's. I mean, Alfie's. A, he's a fantastic player, and you know, there's no there's no surprise that there's so many clubs after him. I do think it would be great if he stayed with us for another season. Obviously, it would be that would be amazing, and I feel that it'd be great for him because I think um, Defoe is such a, a good calming influence in him and I think he, it would be good for him to have another season with Defoe kind of being his mentor if you like and uh, and, um, and then you know see what happens but we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed I don't know if you saw this Dougie but uh, I'm a celebrity because of all the problems might be held in Scotland this year you see that Paul? really it's yeah <laughs> it's planned so I was thinking the Bush Tucker trial that'd be haggis and that's it yeah. what else <laughs> No, yeah, yeah exactly. that'd be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they can deep fry. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. That would be, yeah, the deep fried Mars bar. But, uh, yeah, yeah I'm a big fan of. I mean, you know, the trouble is you have, to, you have to take on quite a lot of that cuisine sober if you're in I'm a Celebrity, don't you? Whereas it... Really, that would be, that would be the challenge there. You yeah. Know, trying to keep keep everybody sober. Is that true, though? Are they going to do that? No, that is. Yeah, that's Where the, about, that's the Whereabouts in Scotland, Andy, have they said? Uh, it could be held in Scotland. Let's have a look. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, it doesn't actually say which... Oh, they're looking at stately homes, castles, mansions in remote areas of Scotland. A dark, cold and spooky version of the show would be fun. I <laughs> oh. It wouldn't be quite the same. So it's, it's like a combination of I'm a Celebrity and what's that mostly ghostly show? Oh, yeah. You've got a mostly haunted. Or Most whatever. haunted, that's right. When people start throwing stones at Yvette Fielding, that's it, yeah. I always, I always called it mostly ghostly. <laughs> Did you, they, they, didn't they do, they've done a couple with bands, haven't they done one? Didn't they do like ghost hunting with Rage Against the Machine or something? I mean, I don't know. They've, right. they've done, that would, I'd watch... I'd watch that, yeah. But, uh, but that would if they approach, yeah. If they if they approached you and said we want to do ghost hunting with Travis, you think uh, you and the boys would be up for that? Well, it would be appropriate for the single. Yeah, oh, of know? course it would be. Yeah, yes, maybe, in- indeed. Maybe we should do it. Yeah, I love the the, the kind of uh, the, the homegrown nature of to say that uh, Fran's fourteen year old son was brought in as cameraman on the on the video for for this uh, song a Ghost. That that is true. Yeah, 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 Clay, yeah, Clay was the DOP on this, and he did a great job. It was uh, quite amazing. Uh, he's a talented boy. But um, my favourite bit was the fact that um, Franny just instead of you know obviously with the absence of me Neil and Andy being there, he just threw a few sheets over some people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's brilliant. <laughs> well well done. You know, needs must. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, nice one. Good to talk to you. And uh, yeah, best of luck with the album, and hopefully we'll see you back uh, playing live soon. Thanks very much, Dougie. All the best. Thanks very much. Cheers, man. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, Andy, I don't know if you saw this story there about uh, our old mate Eddie Hearn, the boxing promoter. He, he admitted yeah, to a it, podcast yeah. that until lockdown, he didn't realise that when your dog defecated uh, in a field, say, when you went out for a walk, mm. not necessarily in the high street, but certainly uh, in a field, you had to pick it up. <laughs> And not yeah. leave it. Some bloke said he saw that the dog went when Eddie was walking the dog, and some mate said, "Oi, oi, mate, where's your bag? Bag it up!" And he thought, "Oh, do I have to?" So, uh, so it's yeah. come as a lesson to him. So now he's, he is, I mean, really, yeah. I, I was quite shocked and stunned at this. And I, I think it kind of would be would be karma, wasn't it? And in his first garden bout, he leaps in, <laughs> he leaps into the ring to uh, to celebrate with a yeah. winner on that pristine white canvas. And there's a, there's one of the, his dog's steamers clamped to his foot. See, that'll teach you, Eddie. Get the bags out, you dirty boy. But he's learnt, he's learnt, he's learnt now. That's, that is appalling, that. I mean, when people don't yeah. do that as a dog owner, oh. I mean, it's so, it's so bad. I tell you, you know I've got a thing about joggers. And, you know, it's a real bee in my bonnet since lockdown, the yeah. way they've behaved. But there's another thing that's a favourite of joggers is people who run with their dogs. And I've seen this happen before. Mm. They go off running into the past. Mm. Yeah. The dog's behind them. The dog stops and does a you know, does his business. Yeah. And they've gone. They're not going to go stop, go back. But they don't even know the dog's done it. Yeah. And that is another, you know, so, but never mind, I suppose that's the way it is. What can you do? Now you're probably going to happier things. Eddie Hearn's walking along with, he's, he's become, yeah, he picks them all up now. He doesn't care. Oh yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, Britain's, I don't know if it's connected, Britain's biggest sausage roll, uh, 19 oh. inches long. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. No, no, it really Weigh, isn't. I certainly Weigh, hope not anyway. <laughs> weighing two and a half pounds has been made by AJ Pugh Butchers in East Wales. And I thought yeah. to myself, reading this morning about competitive eating, I'd love to see old Joey Chestnut eat 75 of those things in 10 minutes. We may have but more news whole... on this, Andy. We could, look, we're going to try and speak to him, I'll keep we? my powder dry, though. Yeah. It's very interesting about the developments in competitive eating. Yeah. A bit like Mike Parry's uh, 100 metres in one second. Yeah. They think they may be reaching the threshold of what a human being can eat in 10 minutes. Yeah. Which is quite interesting, I suppose, if you like that sort of thing. Charlie the Cabby. Of eating. So I was going to say, Charlie the yeah. Cabby, who's a dog owner, says he actually picks squirrels up. He's that content. You know, he goes out. You know, he cares oh. that much. He picks up the squirrels and reverse bags oh. it. No, he doesn't. Oh, really. no. Of course he doesn't. Can't even spot <laughs> it, man. What's the matter with you? It's the worst thing, isn't it? The squirrel thing when your dog gets involved with that. It's a fact. Owl, isn't it? Uh, anyway, uh, talking. Let's change the subject. Oh yeah, talking please. Of, <laughs> Sorry if you're having a late lunch. <laughs> I know. Talking of lunch, uh, Greg Wallace. You may have noticed the uh, the some Master Chef um, yeah. host and. Uh, He's basically, he looks fantastic, hasn't he? He's lost a lot of weight oh, yeah, in his yeah. body. He's got a six-pack. For a bloke of his age, he's Very good, tremendous. Yeah. yeah, but I'm surprised that he listed uh, his daily schedule. So it's an awful mm. what you'd expect, yogurt, oats and blueberries, lunch, tuna, pasta, a bit like moose. But this is the one that got me. And bear in mind, he used to be a greengrocer. Yeah. He was, that was his business before mm. he became a TV presenter. So for, for dinner, he has fillet steak, tomato, onion salad, tinned new potatoes. Oh, aye, aye. <laughs> Why would a former greengrocer eat tin? They can get new potatoes anywhere. They're available all year round. Why would you get tinned ones? No disrespect to people who make tinned new potatoes, of course. <laughs> no disrespect to people that make... I think we'll leave very it there. Sport. Uh, no, sport. no disrespect <laughs> to people who make tinned potatoes, obviously. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Joining us now, making a welcome return, is uh, actor and broadcaster, uh, Kel Spellman, Manchester City fan. Hi, Kel. Hello, gents. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Uh, I've just been as <laughs> you do this little cursory research. It says five things you might not know about Kel Spellman. Have oh, okay. Oh, well, okay. Oh, here it comes. All the dirt. <laughs> now we get into it. They're, are they good? They're interesting. <laughs> well, so the first song you bought was "Lose Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Well, that's, that's a good track. Yeah, good sporting track. Is it true? Let's clearly let's make sure these are right. That's true. Is it? 
That that is true. That okay. one is true. But there was there was there was definitely maybe a Westlife Uptown Girl cover knocking about. Oh, but yeah. I think maybe Eminem was the Ooh. the cooler option. You know, <laughs> people I mean? get very selective about their first ever single, don't they? Because they forget they bought yeah. the Birdie song when they were about eight or whatever. Or, <laughs> You know, but and they always say, "Oh, if I think it was a Marvin Gaye album, no, it wasn't." You know, people people do they do get very selective about that that sort of thing, certainly. So, yeah. uh, well, can you mine was "Hello the- Little Girl" by the yeah "Hello Little Girl" by the Foremost. That's a long time. <laughs> wow, well, what a fantastic! Uh, before probably before Kel's <laughs> dad was born, that one. That's fantastic. <laughs> probably was. Yeah. So anyway, give, give us another fact about Kel, Andy, on the list there. Okay, Kel. Um, this must have been good. Your most embarrassing moment was the time you had to sing in front of One Direction, uh, but you didn't know the words. Is that is that true? Yeah, that one is true. Wow. That was that was. It was right <laughs> at the start of uh, their kind of ger- musical journey. Do you remember that song? That's what makes you beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, where it was that song, and somehow it wormed it, it wormed its way into this interview, and then it came to the bit to to do it, and it suddenly dawned on me that. I don't know this song at all, um, <laughs> much to the, the lads' enjoyance. But, uh, yeah, that did happen. Oh, that's good. Okay, go on, keep going, Andy. Quick, 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 we'll rattle through them quickly. The guilty pleasure, your guilty pleasure is The Lion King. Nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. Don't, be, no. don't, don't, don't feel bad about that. What a fine film. <laughs> good for the soul. I don't know this. I don't know this video, but your favourite... I'm going to watch it after during the news. Your favourite YouTube video is Denver, the guilty dog. Are you aware of this one, Paul? No, not Denver, the guilty... I do like a dog video, but I've not, I've not seen uh, Denver. No, what, is, what does Denver do? Can you, can you explain this time of day? I can indeed. I mean, I'm not sure that is my favourite video. I might have... <laughs> that one I'm not too sure on, but it is a great video. There's, there's two dogs, and the owner comes home to find that one of the dogs has been through the treat jaw and one of them's in the corner chilling, kind of yeah. very innocent. And the camera turns to see Denver in the corner. And I, you know when dogs just have these amazing human expressions? Oh, yeah. Well, Denver epitomizes that with this look that he has. And it's, if, if you're feeling a bit down or you just want to smile or a laugh today, I'd highly recommend it. Well, one day, have you seen I'm Cooper? Cooper with the ice cream? <laughs> Kel, have you seen yeah, I have seen Cooper that's with a, the ice that's cream. Cool. <laughs> that's a sensational <laughs> one. That'll give you a list as well. Go <laughs> and check that out when you check that dog as well. And, what, and finally, Annie, one more. One more fact. Oh, finally. Uh, yeah, this one seems a bit mad. You once emphatically lost a scream off, whatever that is, to Brad from the Vamps. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm saying. They're words. <laughs> Andy's like a high court judge just saying words. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, like the cast, I'm at the cast ruling all over again. I'm having flashbacks. Um, that, I mean, Brad is, a, Brad is a lovely lad. I can't recall that that ever happened no. the biggest scream i've had will have been with the away fans when i've been near the away section at the yeah. Etihad, or <laughs> yeah. in old Trafford. oh yeah of course that's, that's when it that's when it gets fruity the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast from talk sport the talk sport clips of the week we're going to have to get Steve to say t- uh, clips of the midweek, aren't we? Uh, if we're going to yes, keep this going. Uh, this is because uh, uh, an old uh, boxer mini disc turned up a little while ago featuring some old clips, uh, kind of raw clips, not with the intros, just just all kind of collated. So um, our, our producer has gone through and put intros onto them and we're bringing them to you just once a week. It's not overdo it, hey, joke's a joke, not a ruddy pantomime. And uh, <laughs> we just once a week, we'll bring you the clips of the midweek and these are from March 2003. Um, so we'll kick off with Keith Arthur. We've not heard these since, so we're looking forward to this. K- Keith Arthur from Fisherman's Blues, looking ahead to a day of fishing. I'm off fishing today. As I said, I'm up to Rolf's Lake at um, Wheatley. Hopefully get me string pulled big time this afternoon. <laughs> Good luck with that, Keith. <laughs> Not so bad. I like, the, the, I like the producer's interest, and I'm glad he's <clears throat> lumbered me with this one. Uh, this is Lee Clayton. Whatever happened to him? He's, of course, now our boss. And Tony Cascarino kicking off their weekend breakfast show. While Leeds crashed towards a relegation battle with a home defeat against Middlesbrough. It's just another weekend in the Premiership. All that to come, plus... We've got some great guests this morning. <laughs> Cass went a bit high there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it, 
<laughs> it was. He sounded a bit like Angelos there, didn't he? <laughs> okay. Can I just say, I thought I thought Lee sounded very good there. Yeah, I th- you gave him ten out of ten, didn't you? <laughs> I did actually. Crawler. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is Mike Parry and Alan Brazil on breakfast, flicking through the back pages. Sorry, if he was going to go to Real Madrid and you say yeah. that somebody at United was talking to somebody at Real Madrid. If if, if this if what yeah. we're reading, Joe Mellon. Yeah, uh, Joe, Joe Mellon uh, yesterday. On Sunday, yeah. Joe Mellon. <laughs> Joe Mellon. <laughs> That's brilliant. Can't be right. Anyway, uh, next, uh, and it's you, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. And staying with Mr. Parry, here he is demonstrating how he has a wide area of expertise, not just limited to football. You've got to remember that the current ruler, who is the, the son of Hassad, the Assad, I'm sorry, the previous ruler, is seen as a moderate. And he's seen as a moderate because, to start off with, he's a qualified ophthalmologist. He, he practised in London, at universities in London. He married an English girl, who's now his wife. Yes, because he married her, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Clues it's in the married. Um, yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, that has age well, isn't it? Anyway, back to Keith yeah. Arthur again, uh, taking a call. Uh, don't show me age because I'll get told off because if I show my age to this lady, she goes berserk. Betty! Hello, my darling. Hello, sweetheart. I thought it was going to be Nigel this morning. No, not Monday. I know. Oh, no. It's a catchphrase. <laughs> Betty, oh, Betty's catchphrase. Oh, no. Fantastic. Disappointed. Here's Big Al introducing a guest. <clears throat> High on adrenaline last night after watching a pulsating game at Highbury. Let's say a very good morning. Former Arsenal manager, the man who bought Dennis Bergkamp, don't forget, Bruce Rioch. Bruce, morning. Alan, good morning. How are you today? I'm very well, Bruce, I must admit. Uh, I've, I've really, just lately, I'm really enjoying my football. Just as well when you present a breakfast show five days a week. You know, re- until recently, I hated football. It wasn't the game for me. That was the last time he liked football. I played it. You know, I played for my country. I didn't like it. Well, there are football. That's true. I mean, Alan's not one of them, oh, but there yeah. are footballers like that, aren't there? Of course. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah quite sure. And um, oh, it's you now. Yeah. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Uh, returning yeah. to uh, Fisherman's Blues, uh, this is Nigel, by the way, reading out a text. It's from our old friend Judd in Torquay, who says, Nigel, I really rate your show. Um, blah, blah, blah. Very, very, I won't embarrass myself further, but he says, he ends by saying, Nigel for president. Well, I think you may have done <laughs> That's quite I, I won't blow my own trumpet, but he says Nigel for president, you know. Well, you know, I mean, you would have said at the time, I mean, that could never happen, but I'm not so sure now, really. i quite like to see Nigel as president. <laughs> yeah, this is Derek Tomo Thompson. Yeah. Looking ahead to the day's racing on breakfast with Mr. Parry. There was a horse called Crown Council who was back from sixes down to five to two favourite, was, was going to take millions out of the ring, but for once the punters got it wrong. Nahi, uh, 25 to one, Mick Shannon, Sam Hitchcock rode it, first winner this year. Sam Hitchcock? <laughs> no. Not related to Alfred, is he? No. <laughs> 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 Yeah, of course, uh, <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock's infamous Frank Bruno-esque laugh that, that Tomo so loved, really. Just, and Alfred his jockey Hitch- son. Alfred Hitchcock doing that. Uh, this is Nigel, by the way, again, blimey, a lot of fishermen's blues, uh, talking to a caller. I've been fishing, Nigel, since I've been... Since I've been... It's four years old when I started. Yep. So it's 51 years I've been fishing. Congratulations. Now. And it was a, it, it, it was a man in, in the disabled car who used to fish this pond, who, who, who actually taught me. Oh, isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? I suppose the poor old man will be, he'll be, he'll be dead now, I feel, you know. Yeah. You know, don't bring us down. He, oh, might, yeah. he might not be. <laughs> Join in, Nigel. He, might be he must be now. This was 2003. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope he's still with us. <laughs> hope he proved Nigel and everybody wrong, eh, that fella. Yeah. <laughs> and he went on to become Captain Tom when he did. No, he didn't. No. Now, uh, where are we? Uh, staying with Nigel, here he is taking up a bit of high-tech, talking rather, talking up a bit of high-tech <laughs> fishing equipment. You could go along with a bucket or a carrier bag even better. One of those Drenham buckets would be perfect. They're another use for them. I really do like those. I haven't even got one. Well, a bucket's not that high tech, is it? Really? Not really, no. It's an upturned bucket in the kind of Bielsa envelope. This is Mike Parry and Big Al in a clip we're calling. You know your pronunciation is bad when Alan Brazil has to correct you. Daily Mail is speculating that Aston Villa want to offload what they call misfits. Mustafa Hadji. Hassan Kalkul, Kalkul, Mark Kinsella. Cashlou, Cashlou. Ka- Cashlou, I'm sorry. <laughs> Alan's put him right. He does struggle with... Anyway, yeah. And finally, Andy. <laughs> and finally, it's Mike Parry turning his hand to medical matters. 
Well, Tourette's syndrome is a recognised medical condition and it's a compulsion to swear violently at all times. So you could be walking down the street and all of a sudden you simply bark out a terrible expletive, you know, like, you know, ah, you know, and, and then you just, you're just normal again and then you can be walking around. Or you could be sitting in the lounge at home with your family watching the television and all of a sudden you shout out, ah, da, da, you know, and they're really horribly violent really? Uh, swear words. And, and people who you live with, of course, are living on their nerves all the time because they're on edge. You're going to blurt out some horrible swear words at at any moment, and there's no way you can predict when it's going to happen. Crikey. Okay, let's say a very good morning to a specialist uh, in this um, uh, Tourette's, Tourette's syndrome, syndrome which is, I find incredible. Uh, consultant and honorary medical advisor, Dr. Hugh Rickards. Doctor, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Can I just say, I think your co-presenter's got it completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was about to say exactly the same thing. Yeah. That's so not what Tourette's disease yeah. is, honestly. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> and just, I, just, uh, I mean, I've heard Mike swear, and he's terrible. He just goes, Aah! It's a, it's a very f- weird way to swear, what? isn't it? So there we are. Uh, there were some old clips from 2000. <laughs> it was bonkers. Uh, 2003. Um, so let's bring you Striker, Steve Bruce's murder mystery. Mm. Episode 76, for goodness sake. We're nearly there, though, don't worry. And uh, Steve wrote this in 1999, one of three books he wrote. It's uh, the star, of course, is the Leatherford town manager, Steve Barnes. And uh, we join him once again, conducting his final team meeting before the big game against... Have they kicked off yet? It's been going on for weeks. Promotion <laughs> rivals, Fulton. <laughs> I tried to be brief and to the point. This was a crucial game. It had been a tough week for everyone connected with the club. And the best way to tackle things was to go out and win. Three points for the club, three points for Pat Duffy. I reminded them that when Pat's body was released for burial, every member of the squad would be expected to attend. Eddie followed me out. He was carrying a long bag. Usually, he carries a small backpack. Playing cricket later, Eddie? I asked. It was, in fact, a cricket bag. I used to be a useful cricketer, he said, and he strode away without another word. There was time for me to take a shower. Attached to my office is a, an ensuite bathroom and shower. Whilst I was under the shower, the telephone rang. It was reception. Bill Brown was there, trying to get in. I dried off, changed into my suit and went straight to reception. There's a locked door there. Few have a key. Not even squad members and certainly not agents can gain entrance. Come to the office, Bill. I'm pleased to see you. We sat down. Julie brought in soft drinks. Inspector Shannon wants to see you, Steve, she said. He can wait till after the match, I told her. Tell him that. I turned to Bill again. Bill, I'm glad you're here. I think I've cracked it. I really do. At ten minutes before the hour, Eddie Carberry and Jim Mutch took their places, along with the physio, in the dugout. I went to the director's box and I spent the first half there, changing half-time into my tracksuit and spend the second half close to the touchline. Five minutes before kick-off, the three officials left the tunnel. Music was played on the loudspeaker system. And now, will you welcome the two teams, ladies and gentlemen, Fulton Football Club and Lettersford Town. Beautifully done, Dan. Attention, career for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good old Ian Dan to bringing that to life. Some, some, the gun's gone missing from the armory, and there's somebody wandering around the cricket bag. Put two and two together, eh? Uh, you don't have to be a detective, really. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Forest in action tonight, which is why we turn to uh, comedian and Forest fan Matt Fall. Good afternoon, Matt. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I mean, that was a bit of a shocker, mm. wasn't it? 7-0 half-time. We were just wondering uh, what you say to the players uh, if you're the manager. <laughs> if you're Paul Cook, what are you saying to the lads? We'll just keep doing what you're doing. But it's a bit of a redundant team talk, isn't it, really? You can't start <laughs> balling out the centre-half. You know, I can't believe that when teams are 7-0 up at half-time, they can't score 10. <laughs> it's true. I've always wanted to see 10, and I can't believe there's so many games have been 8 and then 9. You're like, how hard is it just to get the 10? <laughs> it would be incredible for all true. of us just to see it. But um, Kieran Dowell was phenomenal for Wigan last night. Mm. We had him on loan at Forest a couple of years ago, and he was absolutely superb. I thought he'd be playing in the Premier League by now, so he's someone to watch. There are some other mad stories as well, Matt, tonight. We've got uh, the favourite to be the new Birmingham City manager, Lee Bowyer, and he goes there tonight with Charlton, fighting for their lives. And 
And, uh, you know, I'm sure he's, a, he's a, a pro and he's not going to be compromised, but it's a bit of a weird situation, isn't it, that you could, if they win tonight, they could be sending a team that he could be going to nearer the bottom. Yeah, like, how does he handle it tonight, then? If, yeah. if, if, does he win to increase his chances <laughs> yeah. and risk really peeing them off? Yeah. Or does he kind of go for a draw so that he can come out of it, kind of... Or if he loses, do they go, actually, he's not very good? <laughs> exactly. He's got to score 10. That's what he's going to do. Anything less than 10, he'll <laughs> off. You want to see it in brackets, the like the old Viddy printer, where you have the number 10 and then the, <laughs> then the letters T-E-N in brackets. Which oh, they, yeah, that's which they had the Back in the day. We, we know you for your fine uh, political Im- impersonations. And uh, have, you been, have you been working on a Keir Starmer? Is, is that an easy one to get? You know what? He's kind of got... I, I, haven't, I haven't done enough work on doing a Keir Starmer yet. But he's got a kind of almost nasal... Well, I mean, the problem is, whenever I try doing him, I end up sounding like Josh... Josh Whittaker, are you do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the Prime Minister should be spreading coronavirus at him. <laughs> But the Donalds keeps is the gift that keeps on giving, isn't he? Of course, even even today he's uh, saying, uh, you know, Great Britain did it all because of me. The Huawei stuff. Uh, it's, it's I told them to do it, so they've done it. Well, that is so true, by the way. And it is a great honour to be here on my favourite radio station, Absolute Radio. You guys are great guys. But yeah. It is a great, great thing. I, I want Nottingham Forest to get promoted, by the way. They're a, they're a great team. They're very good at very good at defending. They know how to build a wall. And they are very good people. <laughs> and they don't have Excellent. many players from China. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> Dear me. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll be back tomorrow from one. Thanks very much uh, for listening. You want to sign off, Andy? Yeah, thanks very much for listening. And uh, see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.